Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 361. This is your guide to the geek side, and I'm one of your hosts from beautiful Savage, Minnesota. I'm Todd Oxtra, with my beautiful background and my Phoenix shirt. Joined by Charlie Carden, the master of the Treks and Wars. Trekking, Wars, and all the little Chosen. Day. We, we got a Trek in Convoy. My wife is just playing me some hillbilly trucker music upstairs. We were just having a conversation about music. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place without a doubt. No, Sunday night, had a great day. Did my first uh, in-studio yoga practice in about three or four years. Um, really centered me. I feel good. I feel really good. good. So I'm all about this. Let's uh, let's party. Let's get geeky. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Superman issue number three hundred and sixty one. From yes, Charlie. Yes, uh, yeah, fifty cents all new. Um, and apparently, and you'll see this if you're watching the video podcast because I put the comic right in front of everybody's face. We see it. It's between me and Charlie. So you'll see this. So Superman apparently to beat this Kryptonian beast, he has to throw. Captain Strong, who I don't know who he is, but he's got a weird haircut, directly at him. Like, it's almost like the uh, the Cannonball special, which Colossus and Wolverine used. Um, Ooh, but, I guess that'll not, work. But not quite the Cannonball run from the film of the same name, performed by Chuck Maggioni, who also gave us that, oh my god, morning's here. Feeling morning's good? Here. Isn't it good feeling uh, good? Or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah, drawing blank. Yeah. Was, was featured most recently on, on the Geek stream in uh, Doctor Strange. Yes, yes. Very fun times. But there's an extra story, Charlie, in this issue. What is the mystery identity of Superman 3 in the year 2020? Well, we didn't meet him in 2020. Maybe it's Tyler Hoechlin uh, from Lois and Superman. Could, Could it be? be. It's, it's interesting because this came out in 1981, which was between Superman's 1 and 2. Uh, so when they say Superman three, are they talking, I mean, I know DC is very big on earths, you know, one through 68. I know I'm reading that, that flash forward right now, which is all about for our, uh, our next episode, all about, you know, different multiverses and whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would really like to know, Todd, I know that you said one of our projects was to, to actually read some of these single issues. So I think we should probably get around to it at some point. Don't you think? Yeah, we've got to probably pare down the selection. Cause we've had, obviously we've been doing the covers for, I don't know how many, episodes now right. at least at least 50 i mean it could be we, longer yeah we could we could we could simply use like a random number generator and like maybe give it a range and then it could it could pick one at random oh well, yes because we, so we could do that, that and yeah. then we can just yeah look at the look at the look at our podcast doc and what does it generate that's fine i think that's a good way we do five issues five random covers based on a random number generator it sounds like democracy i'm into it i like it it's it's a it's it's a cheerocracy that's your absolutely yes yes absolutely so that is our intro yes yeah that is the one but uh when we're out of the intro we actually we we uh snag an uber uh we pop down to the the corner of hollywood and vine and have a word with our senior news correspondent the lady who knows what's in the know with what's in the know that would be madam webb with madam webb's rumors and news so let's make it happen now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. We are back again. Oh, it is a uh, championship weekend for the NFL. Uh, if you remember, 
you were originally an NFL owner with the, uh, I believe it was the Cleveland Spiders back in 1992. You bet them all on futures of asbestos did not work well. Sorry. Ouch. No. Mm, that'll certainly give you some lung cancer. Not a good thing. Thumbs no. down. So yes. anyway, Todd, uh, this first nugget uh, that Madam Wayne gave you, this is right up your alleyway. I found this one for you earlier today, so go for it. Yeah, this is kind of weird. I don't know what is actually going to come of this, but you know what? If it happens, okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Um, Netflix has had some success with He-Man so far with uh, She-Ra, then the He-Man series with Kevin Smith, and then they had their more kid-centric series, and that one was just renewed. And now we're getting uh, essentially what was supposed to be a He-Man live-action film is now going to go to direct to Netflix, which I believe at this point with Mattel, I don't think they have a like uh, actual strategy at this point. I don't know if they do. Somebody tell me what it we, is. We are we are sans strategy. Essentially, right? I mean, it's because it's what? Master of the Universe, G.I. Joe, Transformers? Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't remember. Start, started on G.I. Joe, my the, the, the abomination that was the Snake Eyes film. Yikes. Yeah, so apparently they found their He-Man, which is Kyle Allen from West Side Story, which I did not see, but I heard apparently it was really good, but it was just, Disney failed no, it, to just it, really... It yeah. really was, but I couldn't tell you which character he played. A uh, white I mean, guy? It, it, uh, he did play, there There were several <laughs> white guys, so thank you for that. Whatever that was, the Jets, so um, was he Was he Jet 2, Jet 3, Jet Stabby, Jet I, Killy? I think he was uh, Jet uh, 7, who was Gassy. He was gassy. Ah, okay, like the seven dwarfs. Very nice. Right. Um, yeah, uh, apparently this is supposed to happen in summer 22, uh, 2022, so this would be like, that's production, of course, so that means probably right. going to be in 2023. The Knee Brothers, yeah. Lost City, Band of Brothers, are going to direct. The screenplay oh, wow. is going to come from Shang-Chi. Well, that, that said Band of Robbers. I think that was probably a different movie. You said Band of uh, Brothers. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah I'd, I'd like that better. Yeah, Band of Brothers <laughs> would be bad. Band of Robbers. But right. this is bad. Yeah, exactly. the, the writer also wrote Sing Chi, but also wrote Wonder Woman 84. Oh, that's ooh. not looking so good. That's, 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 I mean, that's, Shang-Chi, ooh. yes. Band, uh, Woman of Woman 1984, not so much. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so this, this, this might be shaping up to be uh, basically a, uh, a Masters of the Universe 1987 potentially would obviously love to see Courtney Cox and Robbie Duncan McNeil return, but uh, yeah. Yikes. Um, and yeah. So this, this, would this be a direct to Netflix then? I mean, Netflix direct to Netflix. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So this well, then, Netflix. You know, yeah. The, the, the risk is mitigated for us as viewers, but not really for them as the studio, because again, I still struggle to understand the, uh, profit you know the the roi matrix of you know films that go directly to streaming services subscribers I, I subscribers struggle. subscribers right. really. if you put more right. content I, you get more subscribers but the more i look at it i look at my netflix account that has you know uh five profiles that include my in-laws my kids and my my friend miranda so <laughs> But they keep increasing people? their but they keep increasing right. their prices. So it, it's right. it's what right. it's like if you're gonna cheat us, we're gonna cheat you. Somebody's gonna pay at the end. So it is right. what it is. Yes. Everybody is charging Every- more. Disney Plus is charging more. HBO is gonna probably Todd, charge more. Todd is is this an uh, an uh, basically attack onto the old uh, bumper sticker uh, gas grass or ass everybody pays. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah, in the world of streaming, everyone will play oh, for the content. If you want to subscribe to everything, you're probably going to pay play more than you used to pay back in the oh, good old God. days. 
Don't tell your cord cutters friends because it will be all. They love it. They love it, Charlie. They <laughs> love it. But you know what they'll also love? Well, they won't. What? But what they I won't. think is funny as hell is the fact that the steamed ham skit from Simpsons has taken on its own oh life, my Charlie. God. Oh, I love it. God, one of the you know, 22 short films about Springfield. Uh, you know that I've been doing a Simpsons rewatch and I'm now, I'm pretty far beyond this now. I'm probably into the 99, 2000 season. So, which is funny because that was right when I was, that would have been the fall when I was out of college. So mm-hmm. but yeah, tw- uh, yeah. 22 short films about Springfield back in 96, which is when you and I were living together. So we, oh we yeah. Simpsons. We watch The Simpsons every week. That was a tradition. Yeah, we watch yeah. Get Pizza, watch that, and Voyager for yeah. some godforsaken reason. Because I think, Voy- were- I think Voyager, Voyager was on during the week, but you know I taped it. Um, but yeah, no, Simpsons was it was yeah it was not missed. But yeah, it was these little vignettes, and it was um, uh, Super Nintendo or Superintendent Chalmers uh, coming over to. Uh, uh, Principal Skinner's house for a meal, and it ended up being a, a big kerfuffle because he, you know, tried to serve him crusty burgers. And then, yes, he made up this whole story about how upstate New York people call burgers steamed hams, and, and it just became the whole thing. It's more more of an Albany expression. Yes, it's 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 really just the oddest thing in the world. It's funny. It's been redone in so many different ways, and it and it's uh, finally met its own version where somebody made a game, an adventure game, like the old days where you like actually like select window, open window, do this, and you have to distract. Right. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous and stupid. And the game is I, now free, where you can play it, I, Charlie. I just want to hear the song. The superintendent, superintendent's going to need his medication. When he hears Skinner's lame exaggerations, there'll be trouble in town tonight. Skinner! That's the end of it. I got it. Absolutely. (laughs) Bang on, as they say, in the world, in the east side of the country, in the United States. I got it. I got it. Yes. So this is available free to play. It's basically, it's an adventure game based on the Steam Hams uh, skit, which is, I think is wonderful that we get to experience Mm -hmm. this fantastic moment in Simpson history in the interactive age, stuff. Charlie. All it's right, very good. You got me sold. Well, and I'm going to be able to snag this on my phone, I assume. Uh, no, it's going to be probably a computer game. So play it on no. your computer. Yes. Okay, yes. that's fine. Uh, oh, it's on the PC. All right. Well, that I yes. can manage. Okay. Yes, well, absolutely. Keep me, uh, I will rely on you to keep me updated. Um, but one thing for sure that will not require any uh, updating because it will be in your face all the time. Fast and Furious 10 has signed Aquaman himself. Uh, Jason Momoa as a villain to take on Vin Diesel. Good God, how old is Vin Diesel now that he's still making? Oh standards? God, that's he's, a good question. He's going to be the next Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is like ninety, and he's still making movies and shit. I just, oh my God, he so, is yeah, now uh, fifty-four. Charlie, he's fifty-four. Looks oh, the same age as he was when he was twenty-two because he's bald and I, big. I feel, I feel like estimates put him a higher. So, but. Uh, yeah, sounds like Fast and Furious 10 is going into production, and we're getting Jason Momoa as the villain. I love Jason Momoa. That's fine. I know we'll see this movie anyway because April loves him. Uh, maybe love is too strong of a word, but um, the movies are ridiculous. Uh, they're great. April and I love going to the movies. I mean, I talk about that almost every episode, so I know we'll see this, but... Uh, Where are they actually all available? Is it Paramount Plus? Is it NBC? We, we what the hell did we do? Did we? We is a Universal film, right? They're Universal, we right? One, we had one of them because my my mom bought it and gave us a streaming code. So we have like the eighth one on 
that we own because of that. But the other ones we watched on, my God, I don't remember. Uh, it, I don't know. You said it's Universal show. It should be Peacock, right? Because they are NBC but Universal I, I, Comcast, right? I I know it wasn't there. It might have been. It was it was HBO Max at the time. Oh, because like of some legacy I, deals before Peacock. Yeah, makes sense. I feel like I, yeah. feel, I feel like they're still over there. But yeah, you're right. Yep. By the time this rolls around, comes out of the theaters, then goes to streaming, that it'll be somewhere else. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think yeah. Peacock has like the same like within 45 days you'll see their right. movies maybe. i mean I'm maybe, they do, maybe they do maybe they don't i don't have a bad thing to say about this comes out uh set to the theaters may 19 of 2023 uh april and i will go see it that weekend i can absolutely guarantee it because it is it is todd's strictest definition of dumb fun Straight. I Charlie, I I still have never seen any of the core movies. I only saw Are that you one. Serious? No, the, I've only the, seen the one, the spinoff. Hobbs and Shaw, the Hobbs and Shaw. And I'm just looking at Peacock now. I do not see, when I search fast. I see no movies for the Fast and Furious. So I don't know. Yeah, no HBO Max, HBO Max. Okay, I feel, so I feel like that's, I, where, that's where we saw it. I don't want to go back. Like I know some podcasts are doing like the whole watch. I'm like I don't want to go back. There's, there's, I would. There's, there's no point. I, I can can you tell me like the, movie to start with like is it six seven eight I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you that there's a differentiator between any of the films I mean in, in any one film well I can watch, tell you, you Paul Walker is evil alive or dead <laughs> he's still the thing is even though he's dead he's still he's alive. never alive he's never dead he's never dead though. He, no, because they dance around like, oh, Brian's coming now. Brian, his character, Brian was his character's name. Brian, and then they show a minivan driving up, and oh, Brian's coming to pick the kids up. Brian's doing, you know, blibbity blue, you know, and he's just. Well, I thought they said goodbye in like one of the movies. It was like the touching moment where they said goodbye. Well, they it was they drove up, and he was. Well, it was a goodbye from him from the life. Oh God! Of the uh, yeah, oh, but the, but the care and, and ah! they. Did, they in that film, it was right around the time that because, of course, Paul Walker famously died. Uh, yeah, which is which is fair. The, you say your uh, goodbye. You don't you don't say he's yeah, still around. I mean, but yeah, they just have not yeah. managed to write him out of the films because yeah, they used in that film they used you know his brother to like you know do f- kind of uh, photo tricks to kind of still so shoot weird. It. So, I don't know. It would be great if they found some way to like finally get him out of the series or whatever but regardless this is are they gonna pull a mac in me where he falls off a cliff in a, in a wheelchair <laughs> wow i don't know that i was thinking more more of marley and me did that happen <laughs> no 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 if you've ever the seen the paul, cliff? well the paul rudd conan o'brien where every time paul rudd comes on he shows a clip for mac and me where the kid oh, in the wheelchair falls off a cliff it's 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 classic conan i don't believe you you haven't seen that it's the best bit in the world. Every time Paul Rudd would go on Conan O'Brien, he would show a clip of Mac and me rather than his real film. It was absolutely find, hilarious. Find me a smash cut and I will take it. I will. I will absolutely do it. But this is kind of cool. I love the fact that Jason Moe is in, you know, at, at this point, this is the new Expendables where everybody shows right. up in the Fast and Furious and they just do right. crazy things and it's dumb. Right. Fun. I'm, total, I'm totally down with it. What looks like less dumb fun and more like mm, it really looks gritty is this halo trailer man over on paramount plus uh halo is a heritage video game how long has it been around like forever, uh, since ever? 2001 charlie so it's 20 that years old is now. a yes. very long or 21 time. So, yeah i mean this this looks awesome and i know that we got a um we got a teaser for this at some point uh in the past like, maybe it was i around. think it was like in december uh, we got it yeah 
Oh, wasn't it? I thought it was maybe further back, like more around Star Trek Day. Like it was more of a, a buzzer. I feel like we've talked about it before. But yeah, Halo is, I mean, that's a heritage video game series going back all that way. And of course, that's Todd's jam. But yeah, we got a trailer tonight uh, during the uh, AFC Championship game between the Chiefs and the Bengals, which the Bengals won. Was that an upset? Correct. Was that people, it was a big upset. That? They have not been to a oh, Super Bowl okay. in 31 years. Icky Woods showed up. Icky, Icky Woods, famous for his Icky Shuffle. Oh, so that, okay, so if they're going to the Super Bowl, who are they playing? Uh, we don't know yet. That's happening right now. We've got the NFC oh, game. It's okay. going to be 49ers versus Rams, and so one of those teams okay. will make it and play the Bengals. Okay, so I spent a lot of time in Cincinnati for one of my past jobs. Wait, uh, I got a quick question so, about that, Charlie. In Cincinnati, yeah. did you have the Cincinnati Chili? Never did, Never went to Skyline Chili. You're a lucky yeah. one. You're a lucky man. If you want I mean, some sound, cinnamon flavored so, spaghetti, chili. <laughs> sounds so repugnant that it's I gross. mean, I had any numerous because I've spent a lot of time in Cleveland. I spent, well, not so much in Cleveland, but I've spent a lot of time in Columbus and I spent a lot of time in Cincinnati. And you no, know, it's so funny. I was talking to, and it's funny, my, my boss now is based out of Cleveland. I was there with him just before Christmas and I was talking to him about Skyline Chili and he said, well, that's something more for, for the folks down south. So I love it in Ohio how they refer to things as that. Well, it's practically there. in Kentucky, yeah. so it is kind of down. Yeah, south. right. Yeah. No, it really is because it's funny. I, I I did a training when I was at the job, and I was in Louisville, and then went over to Cincinnati, so I got to see all those those beautiful Kentucky hills. I think Louisville. <laughs> you're supposed to pronounce it like Louisville. Like there's like Louisville. zero like, zero like, like consonants like, involved. Like Nolans. Like yes. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyway, talking about this. <laughs> back to uh, Halo. <laughs> back to Halo. This this looks amazing. And I saw, who was the, the face I saw? Uh, actress Natasha, uh, Natasha McClone, I think, who is a, a dead ringer. For Correct. A very, Dr. Hull was the creator of very good, Halo program. Yes. Uh, the the, the very, sorry, yeah. program. Yeah. She's a very, yeah, a dead ringer for a very good friend of mine. And uh, was uh, Hank Moody, David Duchovny's baby mama in Californication, one of my favorite shows. I haven't feel like I haven't seen her in anything since then. Um, but yeah, this looks fantastic, man. I don't know anything about the series other than what was, I think, pretty well illustrated in this series. That yeah, he's a uh, he's universal soldier, basically, isn't he? He's totally controllable, and, genetically and engineered. Not- yeah, super yeah. soldiers created to basically combat this this these these aliens who basically have come and they've absorbed other races charlie so essentially you've got you're going to see multiple different types of aliens but they've kind of absorbed them and made them basically part of a force called the covenant the covenant's like these 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 masterminds and they grab like these little funny creatures called grunts which are just cute and funny kind of like jawas and they talk a lot they go oh my god we're gonna kill master chief oh no he's gonna kill us they do just the weird dialogue then you've got grunts who are basically this big, uh, you got brutes who look like apes. And then you got these weird like creatures, which you saw, uh, they are God, I can't right. remember their names, but they're crazy. You got these like, uh, weird laser swords they've got. So we're going to see a lot of that, but yeah, the, oh, the, yeah, the, the like weird little, little triangular laser. I feel like I've seen absolutely like, yep. or whatever. Yeah. I've yep. seen That's yeah, a one shot kill right. right there, Charlie. Yeah. That's hot stuff. So this looks fun. And we're getting this. What's the date on this bad boy? Oh, uh, this is like March 26th. Yeah, something awesome. like that. And you know, I can tell you right now, this this did its job because my friend Sean Nias, um, who's been on co-op mode, he's a big friend of the show, he's a good friend of mine in Minnesota, he says, I want Paramount Plus, how do I get it? So when somebody who does not like those core shows asks about it, this just did its per- job. Yeah. 
you just pretty much go on and get it the regular way. But yes, absolutely. And tell your friend to watch some Star Trek. Get, make uh, him maybe? a convert. Your mission. I, I, I try. I try to, to break him out of the Star Do Wars. He's, Star Wars and MC, that's his big Trek. thing. Star Trek. He's Star reading Trek. comics. So well, I know, but he's big into Star Wars. He his kids love okay. it. He wears all the masks and stuff. But I will tell you that the the cast is kind of good, good uh, or, or is good. And I think Master Chief is a different voice in the game, which I think is a good improvement because this guy sounds like he's actually has some inflection and some like talent, like like, he, like, he, like he's an actor. <laughs> Absolutely. So you Pablo know? Schreiber is Master Chief. You mentioned Doctor Halsey. Okeem Woodbine right. is Soren 066. Okeem Je- Woodbine. That's I. I thought he was. Uh, I yep. thought he was a rapper. I'm sorry. Yep. He sorry. No. Nope. Yeah, he would know he was a shocker in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Absolutely. But that's cool. No, I'm really looking forward to this. And because it's Paramount Plus, it'll be a weekly drop, which obviously keeps the action moving. So uh, last, Todd, you are throwing something out there that you think is going to be a hook for me. So, Oh, Charlie. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, and I will say this, this is kind of a preview to the, the Geek Easy, but um, Apple TV Plus just dropped a new show called The After Party, which, Charlie, I think you'll absolutely love. It's a dumb premise. It's basically these kids, these 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 not kids, but these people get together for a high school reunion after 15 years, a really good cast, and it's all about they're gathered together, and there's an after party after the high uh, high school reunion, and a murder takes place. And wasn't wasn't that like a movie? Like a number of years, I don't know, it was like a bachelor party. And sure, it was like why not? Very, well, there was very, one very bad things. Cami Diaz was in it, and maybe yeah. Oh, that's where they killed the male stripper, I think. But this is just like the guy right. who invites all these people after ends up dying, and it's played by um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Dave Franco. Yeah, Dave Franco. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So he plays a character named Xavier. He's like this like internet superstar, things like that. Well, the funny part is, so he ends up dying. Spoilers, it's the first episode. But it, basically everybody else that's at, at the uh, high school reunion brought on there is all the suspects. So Timothy T- Tiffany Haddish is basically interviewing all the people there to get their side of the story. Really good cast. I mean, it's got some good actress, actors and actresses that I think is very funny. It's just really a funny, cool show done by Lord and Miller. This is on Apple TV Plus, so I think you'll like it. The first three episodes dropped. I watched the first on episode, uh, YouTube TV. I think it's in your wheelhouse, Charlie. I think you'll really dig it because it's got what's his name from uh, Parks and Rec, a.k.a. Sonic, Ben, uh, Ben, what's his name? Ben Schreiber? Ben, Ben Schw- uh, Schwartz. You're talking about the guy who's Sonic Schwartz. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. So but then anyway, it just, you, you, you were teeing all this up to something yes, that had something yes. that you think so, was going to be hooked for your truly. So absolutely. So when they're doing like the, 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 the news talks about who this guy is that dives, his name is Xavier with an X and the way it comes. But apparently he talked about where he became famous. He had like a song called X marks the G spot. So he did that. He did some other stuff, but he was, he got a, uh, uh, I guess a breaking role in the biopic of Hall and Oates. I see still you look into my private eyes. They're Correct. watching and the, you. And the biopic's called Private Eyes, and you've got Dave Franco as uh, Daryl Hall, and you've got, what's his name, as Oates. There's like one scene from the movie. Um, oh, God, Tatum, uh, uh, Shan- Channing Tatum is Oates. And it's hilarious. And it's back actually, in, you have to watch it just for that. Back in 2002, uh, back when I was living in Detroit uh, and working at uh, CNG newspapers, my buddy Dave Rebello, who's a 
very stereotypical, short, Sicilian, Italian guy. He said, we're going to a costume party that was being thrown on by a co-worker of ours. He says, I'm going to get a little fake-ass mustache. You go to CVS, get one of those wands where you can wipe it through your hair and it gives you color dye and make your hair blonde and we'll be hauling oats. And we fucking nailed it. I just, I wish I still had a picture. We really, I, I'm, I'm an enormous fan. I saw them last summer. Daryl Hall's got a tour going on right now of just the East Coast, which kills me because I'd love to see him. I'm an enormous fan. So this well, sounds, this sounds incredible. Yeah, so this is just one like small scene within the first episode, which is like forty four minutes long. Yeah, it's it's but it's hilarious. And now people are like now people are like, we want this biopic of this. And like it's gonna be great. It's just the scene of like where they come up with man eater is the whole clip. And it's fantastic, Charlie. You will love it. So I'd say I think do you have Apple TV plus still? Uh, not currently. No, it's okay. kind of face Well, we're, watch on YouTube. Watch the- that uh, yeah, we were watching that show, the uh, uh Doon, and we were watching the yeah, uh, me the too. aerobic show, yeah. and then those both ended, and so we just let it f- f- fall off. So, yeah. Yeah, so I would say is the first episode's on YouTube. Just watch it there. You can watch it through Roku or whatever, or you can watch it on your browser. But just watch the first episode. I think you really like it. So, And it's 5 bucks a month if you have to do it, or we can maybe figure out a plan to share the pain uh, and go from there. But I think you'd like it, and I think the fact that you would love the fact that there is going to be potentially a cool biopic, which we all love. Ooh, bring it on. I want it. All right. Absolutely. All right. That's a wrap, son. So that takes us up out of the news. Uh, and so, yeah, got to get that phone back out. Got to get that Uber uh, and get us down to the skeevy part of town, down to Skugtown, Zero Town, uh, where we get into the Geek Easy, uh, where we're talking about good stuff, uh, things we're enjoying. So let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting the Geek Easy, the cover band's playing, and drinks are poured. We're getting ready to talk about all the things we are geeking about in the world of nerd. So I'll kick it off with two new shows that I picked up this week. So the first one, Charlie, I think I messaged you about the show. It's it's on Roku TV. It's like eight episodes long, and each episode is like eight minutes long. It's just weirdly weird. It probably could be a hangover of Quibi. But the fun part about what the show is all about is Marvel versus DC and the stories that happen between these two companies in the world of comics. So the first two episodes I watched, and the, and the funny part is it's kind of a, it's a documentary, but it also has like this like mockumentary part where you get actors playing some of the characters. So Brandon Routh is playing Joe Simon, and somebody else is playing Joe Kirby. You get uh, 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 Patrick Warburton playing another person. But then you've got like real people like Joe Simon's daughter coming in. You get, um, oh, God, some like real comic book people coming in and also telling their tales, which is very interesting and very weird. But each episode's eight minutes long, which is very easy to get into. It's on the Roku channel. Everybody has it. It's free. Uh, there's no so, commercial interruptions. So you can so watch it. What, what, you're trying, what you're trying to tell me is that this is a Quibi offload. <laughs> it might be, but it's like two years later. So I don't know. But... The first episode I watched was kind of cool. It was all it was called the Nazis. So it was essentially it was Marvel yeah, the and Nazis, DC's very cool. Yes. So it was Marvel and DC's take on how they fought the Nazis during World War Two, right? So right. it was like yeah, so, Captain America punching Hitler in the face. It 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 is the uh, cover photo for every uh, every Fourth of July party invite that I send out on Facebook. 
Yeah. So the first part was about how DC said they would do it. It was basically Superman would come in and basically in a day he could wrap up the war. So then you pivot, which is fine because we were like, oh, that's cool. Superman could save the day. But then it's like Joe Simon and Jack Kirby are sitting in a basically, you know, in the theaters when they would show the clips of the news saying the Nazis are on the, the run. And they're like, we have to come up with a take. So what are we going to do? And they said, well, we need a villain. Hitler's a great villain. And what are we going to do? We need a character to take on Hitler. Uh, and they go through all these names. And they're like, the American captain? Uh, the super American? And then you pivot, and then it's Captain America. So very fun. Very cool first take on it. Kind of neat. And the fact that they were actually being attacked, because apparently there was a big group of Nazis in America in, in, in New York. They had a big, like, uh, event is in that, Madison is, Square is, Garden. Is that, is that like Illinois Nazis? It I kind of is. Can hate Illinois but, Nazis. Yeah. But uh, Mayor LaGuardia called up these two creators and said, "Hey, we're going to protect you. We're going to keep these right. Nazis from coming in and taking you out. So do your due diligence." That was episode one. Very cool. Very nice. fun. Second episode, Charlie was kind of funny, and it was a story I'd never heard about. Apparently, there was this big like comic book parade and story that happened in a remote Vermont in the 70s. This guy po- hosted it and it became a big deal. Like th- a thousand people were going, this is like the precursor to cosplay. People were showing up in superhero costumes in the 70s on floats in a remote town in a parade. Very cool. And eventually the creators from Marvel and DC would actually go to the town, party it up, use hardcore drugs and just have a good time. And they would party what? with these people. Yes, it was crazy. Oh, I didn't yeah. hear about this. Then Charlie, they went and this is like people that you know, and they have some of the creators that are actually telling the story about this, like using mescaline and everything like that. They went up to this thing. They had crazy parties. Well, this turned into like several comic books from both Marvel and DC, and they kind of did a pseudo cross pseudo crossover and actually talked about this event. It's just crazy. I did not hear about, I've never heard about this story. So I think it's well worth your story. That's episode two. And it's just kind of interesting how this guy actually who hosted this event ended up getting shown in the comic books and they made him wear a costume called, you know, Nighthawk was the costume he wore because he was a big Batman fan, but they wanted to be in a, a, a DC comic. So they made him Nighthawk. So you got to watch this, Charlie. I think you'll just get a character like, what? Crazy. On the, it's really on fun. On the Roku channel, Todd, that sounds, that sounds like Quibi to me. But and if it's, it's free, free, maybe so. All and there's right. like seven so episodes, it, so you can you can you can knock it out in an hour, Charlie. All the episodes. Oh, they're eight minutes each. Well, Todd, yeah. if anybody can find something that's free and cheap, it's you. That Absolutely, is to everyone's that is your, benefit. That is your superpower. Yeah, and then lastly, the uh, the new show that launched on Sci-Fi is called Astrid and Lily Save the World. So this is essentially Sci-Fi trying to reinvent Buffy for the modern age, and their approach is really novel. They picked two girls, Charlie who are heavy set. These are not models. These are girls that are plus size. I mean, in real plus size, not just like a few extra pounds. These are girls that are just, and, and they address it. They talk about how they're kind of the, the outcast. They call them the, Oh, what's, the, what's the group that they call them? They call, they give them a nasty name, which is like, and that's part of the whole episode. It's like, they're confronting the fact that people are mean and nasty. To these girls that are heavy, but right. what this breaks Good. into is right. the fact that, they get pissed one night about the people that are doing them wrong. They kind of a pseudo seance or, 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 or ritual in a yard and they want people to disappear. Well, they end up creating a portal that unleashes these evil demons and stuff. And they are then the chosen ones to shut the portal. 
And it's very entertaining. It's very cool. It's cool to see these, these girls that would never be the leads of a series embrace their role, are funny, are really character-driven, really awesome. And I think it's fun. And it's like, that's their mission. They have to basically bring back these demons. Uh, and the first demon they take on is a unique take where basically this demon eats basically lives off the tears of people. He's called the tear jerker. So he eats the tears of his victims. So he traumatizes them with their fears and makes them cry. It's very unique. I like it. Watch the first episode. It's on sci-fi. It's free to watch on the app. I think it's a great take on people that are definitely not typically highlighted when it comes to leads in series. So check out Astrid and Lily save the world. And they are, and they're not like little flowers that are, uh, scared to represent themselves, which I like. So they are definitely in charge of their own lives. Lots of little flowers. Well, Todd, uh, since you told me that my interests are, n- are not of interest to you, I guess we're going to be talking well, about... Well, they're not of interest in the world of a genre television. People like those shows, but they're not big into those, and, and they're great I'm shows. I'm being censored, yeah. censored, but that's okay. No, but you wanted to talk about some things, because, you know, you talk about but action the- figures, I want to hear about that. But uh, no, it's okay. We'll we'll save it. That's fine. But uh, yeah, the book of Boba Fett was. Uh, it was funny. I was watching this episode. And I'm like, okay, gonna have a couple of minutes, and then we're gonna go back to the main storyline. But we did not. But we did get a wonderful episode. I thought so. This was uh, this was uh, this was basically the Mandalorian season two point nine 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 nine. Uh, we got a great Mandalorian story in, the, in, in in this episode here. So, yeah, we tuned into the Mandalorian Din Djarin, uh, kind of back on the search. Uh, he was on this fun ringed planet, which, Todd, if I'm not Ooh. mistaken, I, all the wags on the internet are basically saying that's a lift from from uh, from Halo. That's The that's ring, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the, that's the, yeah, the ring. That was, the that was so cool, Charlie, to see something I, we've never seen in Star Wars before. I'm like, that is cool right. as hell. I loved this it. Crazy, crazy artificial world. Yeah, I loved it. But yeah, he's he's back on the hunt, uh, and of course he has this um, this big fight scene where he's wielding the dark saber, but doesn't know what he's doing and cuts himself. Which I thought it's funny because I watched it again. To, I watched it again today because Mark and I are going to be uh, breaking it down in depth on Holocron, which we record tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, uh, the whole first part of the episode is he's back on the hunt. He's on his own. He's trying to track down the um, the uh, covert the. Uh, obscure uh, cult-like faction that he belonged to, the armorer and the the heavy Mando voiced by John Favreau, uh, who he falls back in with, and the armor helps him uh, turn the the uh, Beskar spear into basically little ringlets, which you're assuming is going to be a vest for Grogu because Grogu's name comes up. Is he going to grow? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you want, is he? he a, yeah, I mean, like they, you got to make they, it like they, adjustable, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe they'll leave the extras in that cute little Grogu-shaped bag. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's interesting. The heavy Mando, John Favreau, challenges him to a duel so that he can have the dark saber. He loses, uh, but in the end of it, the armor asks him if he stayed true to the creed. We know that Dinjarin has not stayed true to the creed. He has removed his helmet more than once, uh, so he gets the boot. He says, "They say get out." Uh, so he's got to jump on the bus. He goes to Tatooine, where he hooks back up with Amy Sedaris's character of uh, Aunt Paula, who they always called in the subtitled baby yoda thing so that's just what i think of her as i know she has a regular name she's got a new ship for him it's uh you know because he he's shipless after the razor crest got blown up and it is uh it's a it's the naboo starfighter from star wars episode one 
all rehabbed out and they, they have this great montage where they're building it and the Jawas show up and there's droid intrigue and then you see a couple of the new Republic X-Wing guys, which I love. And this was just, a, and it isn't until the very super t- tail end uh, that you see uh, Ming-Na Wen show up as Fennec uh, Shan uh, to basically incorporate Mando into the main plot line of the series, which we saw at the end of episode four, that had to do with um, building up a uh, basically a strike force to take on the Pike Syndicate, which is Boba Fett's mission. Um, so it was uh, it was a very unusual episode, without a doubt. You certainly wouldn't Definitely. expect for them to take this super duper pivot that had nothing to do with the rest of the show. Um, and you could say, well, if I hadn't watched the Mandalorian, I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. Everybody's watched the friggin' Mandalorian. Okay. If, if you're, you're watching, watching Boba Fett, show, yeah, yeah you're you the would show, have, yeah. You've watched the Mandalorian and you've watched it several times, like many of us. Who's have. just showing up for so, Boba Fett at this point, right? Yeah. Nobody yeah. is, because again, this show has not, and again, it's a hot take, controversial take. It's not really been blowing anybody's doors off, no. especially not if you hold it up to the lens of comparing it to the Mandalorian. Um it's been pretty milk toast. Um, so this was a nice shot in the arm. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily served or not served by the fact that that Boba Fett hasn't really been so dynamic. Um, but it was it was a wonderful you know forty eight minutes of entertainment. I loved it. It's great to see Mando again. You know he teased it at the end that well I've got a delivery. I've got to find somebody first to get a delivery. So people are already saying that this trend could extend to the next episode. And again, we only have two episodes left where Mando might run off and deliver his gift to Grogu and maybe we'll see Luke Skywalker again as well. So I I don't know. I would like to see this diversion be a single. Todd, just like you were hoping, you know, the flashbacks would end, which they did. I don't want to see this become the hijacked program. You know what I mean? I would like to mm-hmm. at least see them have the balls to step up and finish the story they're trying to tell. Yeah, that's kind of where I saw that being said, I mean, like I said, it was very entertaining. We loved it. April and I always watch this very first thing on Wednesday because we get, you know, we're early risers. Um, And so this was a great segment, but I don't want it to be, oh, well, we're going to give Mando episode six and then we're going to absolutely cram everything into episode seven. And it's just going to be it's going to be your you know, 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag, which we always used to say when I worked in advertising, because that's what most advertisements are. We, we, I, that's not what I want to see out of this. Yeah. It'll be interesting because you're to your point. I I don't want to see that make this into Mandalorian season three early. It's, it does make no sense, but what I'm hoping is if there is a side quest or story, we don't have to see that. We'll just have Mando like, yep, I did some stuff. I'm, and then he, shows up out of the blue in six or seven or whatever. I'm assuming six is where the big battle takes place. And then five, right. uh, seven is like kind of where at the epilogue and where we go next. But yeah, right. I mean, it would be great to see some just people show up. We have not had her any whispers about, right? That's like, right. they show up. It's like, yep, these are people that we've encountered before you've seen us. And with Boba Fett, I have 30 years. You didn't see me before. So I've talked to people. I've had experiences or Fennec Shan. I have a life before Boba Fett and I have things I can do. So I would love to see all these things come forward. I've talked about my Ewok army. Mark wants the Rancor drive, you know, the, the rider. Cool. Let's do all right. that fun stuff. Waddle may even right. show up, Charlie. I don't know. I could be. I don't know. You know, the people are still talking about the Ewoks or whatever. So I'm not, I'm not buying it. No way. No, the Ewoks yeah. wouldn't fit in. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not buying make it. Make this no bigger. Ewok. Make, yeah, make this bigger. Make it like, 
where could we go next? Where could we be? And then we're not going to get Mando probably until fall or December or something like that. And I would love to see what he does in a world where he really doesn't have a, a mission. And what does he do next? And maybe he gets one where he has to go to the waters of Minnetonka, like you said, to be cleansed. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. The purifying waters of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, and hopefully uh, what's her nuts uh, takes her shirt off. I don't know. You know what? It's crazy. It's it's bas- it's Disney, but it's basically Charlie, wow. they have to go to Hulu for that. Come on. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, if they're going to have a boob episode, then they'll give us the black bars. There yes, that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's been a fun ride and that's going to wrap up. And then at that point, Charlie, uh, we're on to uh, Moon Knight, right? For MCU and Star Wars content. And one would potentially uh, summarize that we will see Kenobi on May 4. Um, That would that would potentially make a lot of sense thereafter. At least we'll know by then when that show will be on, because May the 4th is the Star Wars fake holiday. So uh, followed by lots of phony fanfare. So anyway, and celebration. Yeah. And celebrate, yeah. When is celebration? August. I think it's like two weeks later, after in May. Oh, I think it's mid May. Yeah. So we've got some time to cool on it, but then we'll get some Star Wars. And so, anyhow, that ends the news. So, Todd, uh, we got to leave the country now. We got to get on Air Qantas on Koala Airlines to get down to the Thunderdome, get us in front of the mutants uh, to give them a topic. It'll be a game this week. So let's go. Welcome to another edition of. Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the where we're gathered. The thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants been gathered for a topic or game to be entertained. And this week, we're having a game that we haven't played in a while, Charlie, and that is twenty questions. Oh, this week, I got to put it on. I got to put it on the spreadsheet though, because we can't we can't screw that up. But anyway, no, no, carry we can't. On. Carry yes, on. Yes, because it's all about real estate and location, location, location. I am moving, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I don't really enjoy the process. I just care about where I'm going to and what I can get rid of in my house. So we're doing that, Charlie. We're doing locations this week. So twenty questions, all about geeky locations. So Charlie, would you like to go first? I would like to receive first so you can ask me questions. Okay. So uh, 20 questions, and then on the 20th, essentially, when you're done, you have to guess. So there we go. Okay. Uh, There we go. We'll start now with asking me questions about my location. No, no, no. You're asking me questions about my location. Oh, I thought you wanted to receive. So, okay. Oh, well, okay. I will start Uh, then. What's the opposite of received give? I'm giving. To give. I'm you would give me questions. Your, I, I'm receiving your questions. So okay. I will questions. ask the questions about your location. Okay. Excellent. Uh, is this location in the MCU or Marvel Comics proper? Negatory, good buddy. Uh, okay. Is this a science fiction location? I would say yes. Okay. Is this based on Star Trek? Negatory, good buddy. Is this based on Star Wars? Oh, damn it. Yes, it is. Okay, so at four, we've got Star Wars confirmed. Is this a desert planet? <laughs> uh, yes. No! How many desert planets are there in Star Wars? Holy crap. There, there, there are two. Okay. <laughs> uh, is this the location where Boba Fett was consumed? Or potentially uh, consumed? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be record, folks. Uh, do Jawas and weird uh, Power Rangers bikers live there? They do. Charlie, is this Tatooine? It is. I know oh, you hate it so. You I, hate but it's it like so it's so like on the nose. It's like, oh my know, god, you, Oxford you, would know that. It's it. not Cloud City. It. It's not Coruscant. It so, it's not Dagobah. You hate it so much. You hate it so I mean, much. I can. And I, I didn't want to get too inside baseball and give you something weird. So, but I know that you hate it so much. Well, Star Wars only has eight locations. We all know that. <laughs> I mean, you know, even if you dig into the canonical lore, there are there are a lot of weird ones, but you would know them. But I gave you this one because you, both you and John are like, ah, I can't stand Tatooine. Why you got to blah, blah. And then so, Mark, is very phil- Mark is very philosophical about it. He's like, what connection does Tatooine have to the force that it keeps drawing us back there? And uh, See, that's how you know he's a real It's fan. called lazy screenwriting because we don't want to create a new world. <laughs> so you're saying that the force has a direction that's lazy screenwriting? Very and, and sets and props. And surprisingly and yes 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 you gotta, we you got some banthas lying around and some jawas where else are we gonna go oh i don't know how are, how are banthas lying around you just got to put the suit on the elephant that's how a banth, that's what a exactly banth. those big lips and the tongue oh my god yeah um, <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh so yeah we'll go with that so thank you charlie um for you're welcome i, I got a i got the rare win i think i'm like the worst at this game so we well that. neither one of us ever wins so i get. i guess it's i guess yeah, I will you, receive. you've done pretty well i think say so you've done better than me in the, in the past. All right. All take right. the win, All man. Right. Take the win. Uh, I'll take it. All right. Well, then, uh, then pit. Then I will pitch. Uh, so good. All right. So your location. Yes. I'll probably ask the same questions you do. Uh, is this a location found within the either Marvel Comics or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as it were? Yes, it is. Oh, very good. Okay. Would this location be on the planet Earth? Yes, it would. Okay. Very good. Would this loca- location be in a tropical, uh, jungle-like environment? Yes. Oh, very good. Would this location have things like dinosaurs ro- roaming around in it? Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, would this location have a couple, a trio called uh, Kazar, Shana, and Zabu the tiger? Maybe. <laughs> I think this location must be the Savage Land. <laughs> uh, is that your is that your answer? It is. Uh, wrong. It's the Savage Land. <laughs> oh no! You're not getting me on that Minnesota technicality bullshit. Okay, <laughs> since we both got these. Since we both got yeah, these under like these, should we do a second round? Because it seems like that was yeah. Too that's that's okay. what I was thinking too. So round okay, two. Let's, All right, round well, two. Me, okay, you ready? Let me focus. Let me focus. Okay, very good. I've got okay. it. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're going to ask me questions, correct? No, I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to ask me. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're okay. 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 Well, I will uh, start now. Okay. So is this based on a place found in a comic book? No. Do you want me to just put my number in? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm not going to put 11 in. That would be bad. Uh, okay, not in a comic book. Uh, is this place found in a movie? Yes. Okay. Is this a property uh, owned by Disney? No. Oh, okay. Movie. Movie, not Disney. Is the setting 
science fiction where this yes. place is found. Okay. Science yes, fiction, yes, yes. not owned by Disney. Ooh, okay. Um, ooh. Okay. Um, is this also a place where we would have seen a TV series in? In this place? Would we have seen this place in a TV series? No. Okay, not in a TV series. So movies only. Um, okay, quick question. Has this place been seen in any other media outside movies? Comic books, video games, etc. Hallmark cards. No. Okay, okay. Movies only. Okay, sci-fi. Um... This does this happen on? Is this take place on Earth? No, not on Earth. Okay, a planet outside of Earth. Okay, not in the TV. Only movies. Okay. Um, are the are the protagonists blue people? No. Thank you for not having <laughs> your favorite Avatar in there. <laughs> I will give okay. Avatar zero play on this program. Thank you. Okay. Um. Is this based on a? F- so no, there haven't been any comic books based on this. Okay, um, mm, that's a tough one. No comic books. Okay. Oh, so and this takes place on a planet that exists in our solar system. No. Okay, so a made-up planet. Only in movies. Um, okay, is the protagonist who showed up on this? Is it a planet? Okay, is it a planet? Yes. Okay, it's a planet. Okay, just reel it down. So it's a planet. Uh, okay, um, is the protagonist that is trying to be on this planet a white guy? Yes. A white guy. <laughs> oh, that that narrows it down. <laughs> the whites. The the white guy. Okay. Uh, the white guy. Okay. Um, hmm. White guy. Oh, okay. Let's put it this way. Um. Hmm. Is is there an element in this movie? Like the fifth element? No. Correct. Okay. okay. I was just <laughs> el- going very French on the knee, Charlie. The, the fifth element is pizza. Correct. It always is. Um. Oh, crap. Yeah. So, oh, boy. So, okay. Um. Did Have we seen this location in the last five years on screen? No. Ooh, no. Okay. One and, well, one and a half and done. Perhaps Are you saying there's too much information? I was going to say, has there been one and a half movies? <laughs> That's weird. Okay. One in like um, three, ten- three tenths of a movie. Okay. <clears throat> uh, is this part of a series of movies by Ridley Scott? Nope. Okay. Not aliens. Okay. Um, hmm. Aliens. Yes. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of like sci fi. Uh <laughs> Not in the last five years we've seen this. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. So, okay. Um, 
science fiction movies. Um, is this a place where humans live? No. Okay. Place where no humans live. Ooh. Oh boy, this is a tough one. Um, have there been rumors that we'll see this planet revisited again in future movies? No. Oh boy, a dead franchise. Oh, Charlie, you're killing me, man. I know. Um, well, you know, I I, I, I tossed you the softball, and now it's yeah, now you it's did. Time to oh. nut, now it's time to nut up or shut up. Mm, okay. Which I know you'll do that to me as well. So I know I'm digging my own grave. Um, is this a hmm? So this is a place where uh, are only hostile aliens living on this planet. There are hostile aliens that visit this planet. Yes. Okay. Um, does this, did this movie involve, or the place where the, the animals or aliens involved include bugs? No bugs. No bugs. Oh, it, no is, not, it is not, Clen, it is not Clendethu. It's not, uh, it's not Starship Ooh. Troopers either. Damn. I want to watch that movie again. Now look what you it's, did to me. Yes, exactly. Neil Patrick Harris. Would you, would you like to know more? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, be a citizen, uh, contribute to the world. Um, oh boy. Okay. Um, did this, did this plant place appear on, on screen before the 1980s? No. Okay. So after eighties, Oh, I'm really blanking. I got two more two left. Ah, uh, crap. Okay. Um, Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, this is like an original film. Oh my god! Um, in this place, were they human successful in doing their mission? As a matter of fact, they were. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Crap. Okay. Oh, oh my god. I'm. I've got. Last so this one, is my baby. last question. I got to guess. Okay. Um. Ooh, okay. Hmm. I don't even know what to ask. Um, was there a recruiting system to get humans to go to this place? No. Okay, crap. I don't get it. Uh, I, Charlie, I'm going to say this is Battle Beyond the Stars because I don't know what it is. I don't even know what that is. This is, uh, this, this is a bit of a deep cut, but it was funny because I'm actually looking – at the movie poster for this film, which you've not oh, been no. in my you've not been in my dining room since I designed it, but it is Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. This would be wait, 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 wait. So, oh, geez, so I, I was derailed because I thought this wasn't going to be a TV property. Star Trek is a TV property. That's why I did not think about uh, Star Trek. I, I mean, but that wasn't a question you asked. You asked me if it was a movie, and I said it was, and it was. It was, but I was thinking like this was Star. I know. I, I know. It's. I, I know you're going to try to backpedal out of it, but you know what you thought of it. You if you, if of I had known this was, it's it's Star Trek. I would say okay. Again, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know what plan to ask about Star Trek. Here to be honest. comes the backpedal. Vulcan, I mean, Earth, Bajor. It was. Featured, it, was featured, uh, it was featured in Klingon. It was the you know it was the central part of Star Trek Two, and then know it was that. central part of Star I Trek. Know that. I wouldn't know that. I would like. Man. What's the planet with Klingon? It's like, is it Planet Kling? It's, Kr uh, it's Kronos. 
See, I wouldn't even know what to ask. It's like Bajor, no, it was, Earth, it was once referred Vulcan, to as Kling, Romulus, right? Kling, Kling, the uh, place where the 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 aliens live. The triple Where's planet. That? Yes, the, the triple planet. planet. Yes, yes. The the, yes. the 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 sex planet with green people. Gamora. Is that uh, what it is? You're thinking of the Orion. Gamora. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, planet Orion. No, okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yes, that was a deep cut. But you know, my you, goodness, you, you ask some good questions. Okay. Don't don't okay. feel bad. So a revision. Right. If I mention TV, it means could this have been in TV or movies? Kind of. It's is it a it's a property? I guess so. Cross, we'll go there. It's, it's you live, you learn. Okay. You live, you learn. Okay. So okay, Charlie. One. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's. I, I'll keep track of myself. So number one, is this a locality? That would be found in a comic book property. TV or movie or comic. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, not comics. Would this be a science fiction property? No. Would this be something that takes place on the planet of Earth? No. Well... It's not verbatim confirmed if it is Earth. But it's not science fiction. So it's, it's not fantasy. Fiction. Would this be something that would uh, the genre would potentially be described as fantasy? Yes. Okay, very good. So would this be a world populated by orcs and dragons and things of that nature? Yes. I heard some hesitation there, but again, with yes/no questions, you can't. Well, you said really orcs. You mentioned a few things, and it's like, well, some are there, okay. some are not. So you're pretty okay. broad in your 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 guess. Would this world be populated by denizens who would be closely related to what we would consider to be human beings? Yes. Okay. Uh, would this be set? Does this character, uh, is there a character in this world who would be described as a dwarf? No. No, okay. It's not a Game of Thrones scenario, okay. Would there be characters uh, well, in this world? I don't want to. There are no dwarves in Game of Thrones, Charlie. Well, Peter Dinklage is a, is, is a small person. He's a, dwarf he's a well. human, but he is not a race of dwarves. He's not Let's a race of dwarves. Okay. So like Lord of the so, Rings, they have a race of dwarves. So. Oh, and, and uh, okay, okay. So uh, spinning off of that, uh, do we, is this a game about, is, is, is on this world whose locality is potentially unconfirmed, is, would this be centered around a series of political intrigue? Correct. Okay, very good. So it's, uh, it's fantasy. Political intrigue, a world which could be Earth, um, in this world, would you, because <laughs> I think I know what it is, is that I can't, I think I'm struggling because I can't remember the name of the world. Uh do, 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 do. Is, it, is it the Game of Thrones world? It is in Game of Thrones. 
which you watch. So that's I leave it up which to I that. Watch. I would have not picked something that you did not watch. So the name of the world in the Game of Thrones is not. I don't remember the name of the world in Game of Thrones. You kind of got me there. Well, there's many uh, places in the Game of Thrones. Planets. Oh, so it's a, it's a place. Okay. So would this be the home territory of the uh, Targaryens by any chance? Nope. Would it be the home territory of the Starks? Maybe. There's no maybe, so that's a yes. <laughs> it is. So it is. It is. It is Winterfell. Is the name? Oh of the my goodness! Good job, Charlie. <laughs> what is the name of the planet? There, the Winter. Land. Well, there. It's Westeros is the main kingdom. There's no Westeros. I, I Thank Westeros you. is like the main kingdom, but you have Winterfell and different little provinces and things like but, that. But King, different like, kingdoms. You know, when you see that grand entrance where they're swooping around, yeah, I, I don't like, even know if there's the, a name for that actual is, planet. That's a good question. What well, is I the mean, name? It, but it's like you know, Battlestar Galactica. Spoiler alert from two thousand and nine. At the end of it, you find out that they really landed on Earth, but then one hundred fifty thousand years went by, so it didn't really matter. So, what if Westeros was really Earth, but it was one hundred fifty thousand years before Battlestar Galactica? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's been. Uh, it hasn't been identified what the name of the actual like planet okay. is and it, it would it gotcha. would probably that would probably be part of the whole mythology of like at that point right. they're not even thinking about a, a broader like right you know area they're just thinking of like land masses and things like that little, so, little chunks yeah which was exactly. ultimately led to their downfall and that's why braun the crippled boy ended up being the king there you go the absolutely crippled, so weren't we, already, weren't we already talking about crippled uh, boys in this episode yes yeah, so what yes yeah, so once again we'll go back to the rules if any, so you won, but if something has been in TV or movie, not just movies, so Star Trek, I would consider both TV and movie. So if I say right. TV, then it's also context. So I would have that there because that threw me off. I thought of only Star Trek in TV. So there right. we go. That's a, that's a fly in the ointment, but Charlie, good yeah, job. Right. Man. And, and yes. No. And again, I was thinking of it as a, like a planet. Uh, this, because all the other things, with the exception of the Savage Land, we were talking about planets, right? Because uh, yeah, I mean, I almost picked a few others, yeah. like like cities and things like that. So I would say cities right. and places. Most yeah. Eisley, that's what I should. Yeah, pick exactly. Eisley. Like Savage yeah. Land, things like that would be up for grabs. That's why I picked Savage <laughs> Land. Savage, like, that's fun. The Savage, Savage Land. land. Yes, oh, yes. My so that is it for the Thunderdome. We are done. Oh, so crap. Charlie, tell people where they can find us in the world of nerd, and maybe they have some oh, suggestions for the next twenty questions. That would be great. I would love to play uh, 20 questions uh, over on Twitter. Uh, you know, the Secret Friends can be found at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Uh, I personally can be found uh, at the C3, spell it out, C-E-E-T-H-R-E-E, -E -E, uh, where I do a lot of wacky postings about Star Wars, Star Trek, and Marvel Comics, and just general tomfoolery. Yeah, throw that right at us. Uh, again, we're on Facebook. We also have a great website, secretfriendsunite.com, where you can find all of our original content and podcasts for our four exceptional programs. I myself personally run the USS Grand Petoskey, which is the Michigan chapter of Starfleet International, the, the official Star Trek fan club uh, of this universe and beyond. So we would love to hear from you. But that's what I got. Todd, how about you? 
Uh, at Tiaxtra. Yeah, we're doing some fun things. Um, I'm always tweeting out about the, the stuff I love, video games, comic books, uh, video games, uh, which I already mentioned again, so I'm doing it again. Uh, everything what? fun. And, oh, get video out. games all the time. Absolutely. And, and you know what? Before I leave, I redid the graphics for a YouTube page. I, I try to get it because that banner is kind of hard and tricky to do. Hopefully you like it. kind of encapsulates everything we love. So check out out our youtube page we have a lot of fun stuff out there just posted charlie's most recent episode of uh code 47 uh, all our podcasts are there so check them out we had a lot of fun and you can see some fun just v- like video versions and and audio uh, you know video visual expressions of what we're trying to do and that's where you have the most fun so check out youtube as you well you gotta see us because we're so handsome it's true so Absolutely. with that friends as always Thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. In the truck. Too fast, too Aquaman. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.